just a couple of moments, not long today, amen, and uh, I knew we'd have this singing today, but I still want to have a time in the Word, amen, and I've done a couple of messages in the second hour, different than the first, first message series called Secret Service, I'd encourage you to go online, look at all those three messages, really uh, not because I'm a great preacher, it's just because it was great scripture and teaching, and it was beautiful on how to serve the Lord and to do it in secret. And not for the praise of men. If you, if you seek the praise of men, you won't get the praise of Him. If you want your reward now, you can get it down here. And He'll say paid in full, but you won't get it up there. It's pretty clear teaching from Matthew 6. Strong but good. Second message series, we've been in this uh, service on America. 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 I just feel like you do. I see things like you do. I see our country like you do. I see the shootings over in Parkland like you do, and the Pulse nightclub, and Las Vegas, and just go on and on and on. Amen. What's happened to America? And it didn't happen overnight. It's been happening. Probably 50, 60, even 70, 80 years we've seen our country in decline. Oh, we might see other things doing this, space, you know, and we're going here and we're going there. But I tell you what. But many times our morals are going to hell and our spirit and our country and life, the sacredness of human life. You're almost deemed a freak if you believe that life begins at conception. Well, it does. I mean, you're a nut if you think otherwise. You're the nut, whoever's listening today. If you don't believe that life begins at conception, it's just crazy. Amen. For long, there's a little baby, and then a little baby grows. Well, isn't that amazing? Say, life is sacred. But when we demean life and values, this is what we get in our country. Amen. You listening today? Let's go to the message. Let's see what we can learn again a little bit about America. Not long. Me and Raj put this together with hopes that it wouldn't be too long. Right, buddy? So, the title of this message, Self-Government. Say that with me. Self-Government. 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 If you think putting your trust in politicians is going to make this country great, you've lost your mind. Crazy. We have to govern ourselves. That's why the family unit's so important. Like today, whether you like it or not, when I get home, my seven-year-old's getting a, a spanking. Flat out. Because I told her last week not to do something at church, and she did it. So what am I going to do? Go home and rationalize with her and break my word, or is she going to get popped on the bottom? She's getting a paddling because she knew. She knew. And did it anyway. What are we going to do? Leave our kids to just, okay, whatever. We're going to rationalize with them, negotiate. Is that what we're going to do? Or is there still going to be a right and this is wrong? When you come to church here, bless her little heart, I've got a job to do. And she's got to behave. Amen or oh me. Just, and I, I'm just doing it because she's seven. If she's 13, I wouldn't say anything about it to y'all publicly. But seven, she don't really know yet, okay? <laughs> but I think you get the gist of the thing. We've got to teach, we've got to teach ourselves and our children 
to govern themselves. Yes or no? Amen or oh me? Say. Amen or Yeah, absolutely. Okay? This is America, man. So let's look. Come on. Let's see. An important aspect of the American Constitution is that it has at its basis that man is basically what? Did you know our Constitution has at its basis that men are sinners? But if you say that today, oh, you're one of them preachers who believes that men are sinners. Yes, so did our founding fathers. That's why we have a nation and laws. The founders built into the Constitution an elaborate system, say it with me, of what? You think they just had nothing better to do? No. Checking up on one another because man is basically what? It's evident in the establishment of the executive, legislative, and judicial branches of government. That's why these three exist. And it is crazy at times. It looks like they get nothing done, which is about true. So many times. But it's also evident in the state's powers versus the federal powers. You know, federal government isn't end all and everything. You understand that? Did you know a state has rights? Say, a state can stand up to the federal government, but we're losing that in our country. All in one giant melting pot being made into whatever whoever says. That's not the way this country was founded. There is a need for law and order because we are basically sinful. Say that with me. There is a need for law and order because we're basically sinful. Amen. The United States of America was grounded in the idea of self-government. Self-government doesn't simply mean voting for someone to represent you. Okay, it does mean that, but that's the least important thing. Self-government means for you and me to govern ourselves. That's why the founders based our government in Old Testament Hebrew law and the Ten Commandments. That's why we have this. We've said it before in this whole series. That's why believing the Bible and morality was absolutely and undeniably encouraged in our country. And many of you, let's raise hands again. You remember when you were a kid that you actually read scriptures in school. Let's just prove it to everybody. Let me see your hands. You see that, yes or no? That's America who we were. But we won't have the Bible anymore. We'll be good because, see, we know best. We're smart now. No, we're dumb now. Okay? We don't want to pray to to God and to Jesus Christ because, see, that'll offend people. So we got to include, you know, everything now. Well, have at it. If we don't govern ourselves and our families, there will be no law and order. If we don't govern ourselves and our families, there won't be any law and order. There will be no freedom in this country. There will be chaos. That's what happens when there's no law and order. You understand it or not? Now, this is we're talking about America, but this is important, guys, because we've got this big debate that's happening now before our very eyes, and I can understand kids and classmates that being upset about their kids being shot in their school and they have every right to be upset and to march and to do what they want to. They are free in this country. But if you think jumping on the NRA and making the NRA the bad guy is going to fix America, you have, you're really screwed up. I'm just going to say that to you. It's just not going to fix it. And I don't, I'm not a gun owner. I'm not a gun owner. But I believe in everybody's rights to do that. Amen. But the fact of the matter is, guys, there's a bigger problem and there, there's a bigger solution that's necessary. And that's called the, the Lord. It's called His Word. And it's called self-government and doing right. And it's called the Ten Commandments. Amen. You know what Ten Commandments are? Let me go with you real quick. This is real fast. 
Number one, have no other God before you. Number two, make no idols. Number three, don't take God's name in vain. Number four, keep the Sabbath holy. That's why the best thing you can do as Americans, get your butt out of town on a Sunday morning and come to a church that preaches the gospel. Best thing you can do. Like we've had today, talking about loving people and going out there and, 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 do, and doing right. And those kind of, that's a beautiful message. Our country needs that. Amen? Number five, honor your father and mother. Six, don't kill. Seven, don't put her around or don't commit adultery. Yeah, you that, you that know my video I put out. Number eight, bad snowman. Don't steal. Number nine, don't lie. Number ten, don't covet what other people have. How about get a job and work for it? That's the ten. Isn't that funny? Right there in the Ten Commandments. With the Ten Commandments, if we adhere to the Ten Commandments best we could, we know that we struggle. We got that. We're sinners. But if we adhere to the Ten Commandments, and the Ten Commandments was the law of the land, that's the way it was, the way it used to be, do you think this would be a much better country? Yes or no? Bottom line. You know it's the truth. You know it's the truth. So, the federal government isn't the most important thing. Self-government is. And I've said it before. I'm going to keep saying it to you. Govern yourselves. Pray for the president. Pray for leaders over you. Because they're no different than you and me. Some are worse than you and me. They need prayer. You need prayer. We need prayer. But at the end of the day, you need to do the right thing. Yes or no? You thinking about cheating on your wife? Don't. You're an idiot. Did you hear me? Ma'am, you think you're all hot? You're not, okay? Excuse me. Do the right thing. You're lying like a dog? Stop it. Stealing? Get a job. Amen or oh me? You backmouth your parents and things like that? Listen, there's going to be consequences. Okay? Isn't that crazy? That sounds old-fashioned. Clark's a crazy man. How many with even just the stuff I've said, you would go, I relate totally to that. Let me see your hand. I mean, I get that. There's like eight of you in the room. We're great. I guess I am a nut. No, I know. I know what you, I know you're with me. Why do we need law and order to govern ourselves? Why? Because of sin. That's why. We're sinners, guys. Because of sin, we need laws. We all have it, and we all do it. We all have it, and we all do it. We all have sinned. The word sin is found hundreds and hundreds of times in the Bible. Hundreds and hundreds of times in the Bible. But you can't talk about that in church. Well, if I can't do that, well, I guess everyone will allow the Bible out in the trash. Hundreds and hundreds of times in the Bible, we're sinners. We have problems. We need the Lord. We need help. It hisses at you when you say it. Say it with me. Sin. And we've all been bitten by it, guys. We've all been bitten by sin. We need the Lord. We need the Lord in our homes. We need His teaching. We need to read the Bible. I don't understand the Bible. Well, somebody better get with the program quick. Amen. Come on. So, it's first mentioned... In Genesis, if you do well, shalt thou not be accepted. If thou doest not well, sin lies at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother. It came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother, and he killed him. He didn't use an AR-15 or anything. 
That's horrible. But the fact of the matter is, people have been killing each other because we're sinners. We need to control ourselves. This needs to be the message, that there's zero tolerance for anything else. You understand or not? Period. That's what we need to teach in our homes. Mentioned the second time, the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great and because their sin is grievous. So sin is mentioned throughout the Bible. God created man and woman. That's what he created. He created marriage between a man and a woman. Yeah, but that's not, that's not socially acceptable today. We'll have at it then. If you're not going to listen to the Lord and listen to his word, you're going to listen to your own self and to whoever's teaching you, I'm telling you what, you're going to be in a mess. Oh, you already are in a mess. Self-government. It's mentioned last in the book of Revelation, the last book in the Bible. I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her what? Sin. So from the beginning, first book in the Bible, all the way through the Bible, sin is mentioned. That you receive not of her plagues. For her what? Sins have reached unto where? Heaven. And God has remembered her iniquities. It's funny to me how we push God out. But you let something bad happen. And, buddy, we cry God quick in our country. When will we ever learn? (sighs) Tough, isn't it? You're like depressed after the voice of hope. The voice of Gary has silenced the voice of hope. (laughs) This is the truth. There's something unusual. The angel Gabriel introducing Jesus' birth, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name who? And he shall save his people from their what? We're sinners and we need Jesus. Our country needs Jesus. The kids at Parkland High School need Jesus. Washington needs Jesus. Tallahassee needs Jesus. Charlotte County Commission needs Jesus. Quote me. And Sarasota County. Amen. And our sheriff's department. Our schools. Our teachers. Why do we need Jesus, Gary? Because of our sins. We're sinners. We need help governing ourselves, Lord. And we need the power that we get from you living inside of us to help us fight that good fight of faith. Amen. We all have sin and wishing it away just ain't going to cut it, guys. We are sinners. That's who we are. We need self-government because of that. Sin, we're just going on. It has two dominant meanings. To miss the mark. We've all done it. Any act or attitude of man that does not hit the bullseye of God's glory. We've all missed the mark, guys. All of sin and come short of the glory of God. That's who we are. We need to govern ourselves accordingly. Sin means to overstep a forbidden line. To overstep a forbidden line. Overstep. See, that's what happened with my little seven-year-old today. She overstepped a forbidden line. Went over it clear as crystal. A three-year-old could have understood it, okay? So she's seven, so she's getting no excuse. But there has to be consequences. Yes or no? Amen. And there's consequences for you and I when a man or woman intentionally or accidentally steps over the line or the law of God. 
It's the way it is. I went to court years ago, stood before the judge, and uh, I wanted to make my case. He, and he, he said, you guilty or not? I went, yeah, but he said, would you guilty or not? And it was a, it was a traffic violation thing. I said, yeah, but you, guilty or not guilty? That's all I'm hearing today. Well, I did it. Well, then you're guilty, aren't you? Next. What is that? How many else has ever had that experience before? <laughs> Don't expect to go make speeches. They're not going to listen to you. Whosoever commits sin transgresses the law, for sin's a transgression of the law, overstepping a forbidden line. That's what sin does. Where did it begin? It began with Satan. We're just going to keep rolling through this, Raj. I really didn't want all this, to be honest with you, buddy, in this message. Uh, let's just keep moving. It started with the devil and Isaiah. Check it out. A we, we, little bit of our time is gone here. We've got much time. It started with Satan. He's going to ascend above the heavens, above God, above the throne of God. God was not cast down out of heaven. Guess who was? You think we're going to cast God out of our country, cast him out of our schools, and that's going to affect him? Or you think he's still God? And see, when he don't come to the rescue because we pushed him out, we blame him. You think us blaming God is going to cause him to be not God anymore? Yes or no? Say. You think he can handle our blame? Say yes or no. Tough talk today. It began with mankind, with Adam in the garden. We're not going to go over all this either. You, you should know that. Adam sinned. Ate of a, a forbidden tree. He did it. Blame it on the woman. It doesn't matter who you blame it on. You did it. You're guilty. And so all have done what now? Sinned. Etc. He said, assume your independence. Depart from God's will and purpose. That's what we do all the time. And there's just no game playing with it. Satan helped them become just like him. Satan helped them become just like him. Say it with me. Cursed and what? When we push God out, he's not the one cursed. Now, we can curse him. We can curse him to his face. You think he can handle that? Say. You think when you curse God, he's cursed? No. You think when you curse God, he's cursed or you cursed? You cursed. See how that works? But this is America. Yeah, well, America needs to know that. Strong message today. How can I know that I'm a sinner? History. Keep going. There's been 45 billion humans born since creation and one-third billion. Put that up again. I'm sorry. Put that up again. This is important. I'm sorry. I rushed too fast on that one. It's estimated that one-third or 15 billion were killed by other human beings since the beginning of time. One-third of human beings were killed by another human being since the beginning of time. Fifteen billion. Let's put it up. How are they killed? Stabbed, stoned, strangled, shot, gassed, bombed, burned, drowned, hung, buried alive, and on and on and on. And you think you're going to fix the problem by outlawing a gun. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm trying to make the point we need the Lord. You understand? And so, or if we don't, some of our ideas to fix things is going to really Start getting stupid. And we're going to be pointing the fingers at this guy's bad and that guy's bad. Instead of going, I'm bad. I need to fix me. How can I know that I'm a sinner? Your conscience tells you. 
We have a built-in sin gauge, guys. It can be defiled, but not denied. We all have a conscience. That's why you need God's Word. That's why you need to read God's Word. Hide God's Word in your heart that you won't sin against it. How do I know that I'm not supposed to steal if, if I didn't know that the Ten Commandments told me not to steal? Yes or no? Well, Mama told me. Well, Mama knew it. Well, Mama didn't know Jesus. Well, somebody in Mama's life knew Jesus because they taught her. How can I know that I'm a sinner? Religion. All religions, even heathen religions. I don't, I'm not going to get into all this. Even heathen religions teaches us, teaches you that you're sinners. They're, all the religions are trying to somehow get to God from our sin, to get forgiveness somehow, some way. We are sinners, people. The Bible tells us over and over and over and over and over, who can say I've made my heart clean, I'm pure from my sin? Not one person can say without Jesus Christ and his forgiveness that you have a pure heart. Not one of us. There is a need for self-government because we are basically what, guys? Now, this might sound like a depressing message. This is the message America needs. Morals. Doing right. You're dismissed from this school. Period. Why? Because you keep doing the wrong thing. I don't care who your mama is. Or you're you're done. That's tough, isn't it? Say, Self-government. Am I done, Raj? Say, are you nodding at me yes or no? I can't see you. Well, I got really riled up to be done. Amen. That was a quick finish. (laughs) We cut things way down so I could get it in on time today. But did we get the message today? It's a message on sin. It was strong, but we need self-government. Amen. Come on. Not pointing a finger, not blaming. The blame. How many ever heard when you point a the finger, there's like how many pointing back at you? Three or four of them pointing back at you. At least three, right? Amen. So the point is we're sinners. We need to govern ourselves. That's how we need to live. That's why our church exists. Not to put you down or to make you feel like crap around here or trash. You're not. You matter. Say, I matter. I have value. Even though you've sinned, and you all have, God loved you so much, He gave His Son, Jesus, for you. That's how much you matter. But if you haven't sinned, He gave His Son for you for no reason. Huh, big deal. So what? If you take sin out of the equation, you've really trashed the reason Jesus came. Do you hear me? If you take sin out of our public discourse and from our government and our laws and our schools that concept of sin and right and wrong, and there will be consequences, you've destroyed the Constitution, and it will not work. Adam says, as a whale goes through the net, that's what will happen to our people, and that's what we see. Amen? So, let's stand together and pray together. Amen? Thank you. Thank you. I could keep going on and rattling, but we better hush. Amen. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your Bible, the Word of God. Thank you, Lord, that when we had it in your heart, our conscience is quickened. We are guilty before you. It acts as a a gauge and a check on our actions. So, Lord, I pray that you'll help us to read the Word. You'll help us to hide the Word. I pray right here at Fellowship Church, we'll start with the Ten Commandments. Just start with them. Hide those in our heart. 
for ourselves, for our family, and for our country. We will be better people. We know the Ten Commandments aren't going to take us to heaven, Lord. We know that. But, Lord, we know those Ten Commandments are going to show us that we need Jesus. That's what it's going to show us. That we're sinners. So, Lord, I pray you'll help us. Help us start there. Help more of us hide your word in our heart. That's our prayer, Lord. And we pray for our country. Lord, I pray for our country. That leaders and politicians won't just quote scripture when something bad happens. I pray it'll start coming out of their mouth now. Maybe when there's not a crisis, they can talk about you and mention you and and how we need to turn to you. I pray for our country that we'll find real solutions instead of playing the blame game. I pray that we'll come back to you as a country. And Lord, I pray it'll start right in our homes, right with mom and right with dad and the young'uns. And may Inglewood, Florida be a place of law and order, a place where we love our neighbor, a place where we care for one another. Help us the way we treat people around town. Help us watch our mouth, watch our attitude. Help us, Lord. You called us to be salt and light, but our light is dark and our salt doesn't taste very good anymore. Help us, God, we pray. We need you desperately. And we're sorry that you've been pushed out. Well, you're welcome here. And we want you here. And we want you in our homes. And we want you in our, in our town. Help us, Lord, we pray. Start it in me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey.